Ooh, 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 listeners, we have a giveaway for you. <laughs> I'm about to win these giveaways. You, just you can't <laughs> enter. But, listeners, you can. Jack Ryan is coming to Amazon Prime, TV-wise, on August 31st. Can't wait. To, to get you Prime, and that's starring, you know, Tom Krasinski. You know, he's in John Wendell Pierce. Or John, not Tom. <laughs> Wendell <laughs> Pierce. Wendell Pierce? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what this is about. It's no. about getting primed and ready for that awesome TV drop. What we're going to do is we're going to give away five, yes, five Jack Ryan movies. Now, oh. what do you th- you're thinking? What, what what do you mean five Jack Ryan movies? There are five Jack I, I remember yeah. there was a Jack Ryan movie with Chris Pine. Right. Uh, what are these other ones? Hmm. Well, you got you have to go way back <laughs> to the hunt for Red October. Oh, now you may be going oh, Jack Ryan because at first that's I was like, who's it? Alec Baldwin playing <laughs> <laughs> Jack Ryan? Yeah, yeah. Because I always think Sean Connery. Great. There's also then Harrison Ford came in taking over the role in Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger as well. Then we get Ben Affleck in The Sum of All Fears. And then we get Chris Pine finally in Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit. All five are in this 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray combo. Yes. And, and we're giving away? Are we not selling it? No, we're giving away for free. So what you need to do, and, and you have to be quick because on August 31st yeah. at midnight Eastern Standard Time, that's it. You can't enter. So you might want to go to our website, Right now, www.whywatchthat.com slash giveaways. And you can enter for your chance to win this amazing Jack Ryan collection. 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray Combo! My goodness, we're so excited. We have a new segment. I am mm-hmm. I am feeling scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new segment. In fact, we'll be having new segments coming at you here and there. We just want to beef up why watch that um, because we enjoy so much the movies and the TV shows that we talk about. But we also want to offer you something a little different. This is called Off the Cuff. Mm. So we know Isn't that what we're doing already. I know. I feel like it's already. We already do this, but it's not us talking in our radio voices and yeah. doing their little quick-witted little things. Of course, we will be quick-witted and use a radio voice here and there. But <laughs> this is more of a more, if you can imagine, of an improv of just hearing from the critic and the referee on topics that may or may not trace exactly back to a movie or a TV show. Mm. But it also, but it, it does deal with the world of why watch that, the world, uh, our worlds. And I mean, we're not gonna be talking about recipes and you know, <laughs> you know, the nail polish that I wore the other day, but it will be things that we think are important to us, obviously, and important to you listeners because we do care. And we want to take this opportunity to say thank you for sticking with us. We're coming on a milestone. We'll talk a little bit about that later oh. on um, in the you know a couple months from now. 
we've been around for a while, haven't we? And yeah, we're I'm we getting just, gray hair. So. Yeah, you are because it's going to be lock you up in a room and throw potatoes at you. Um, but we want to say thank you for hanging out with us, and we know that we're a bit much in the ear sometimes. But we do this for you. We literally throw potatoes at the critic and have him watch all those TV shows. And we go to these screenings on our own volition. And we do our best to to support you, listeners. So anyway, guess what, uh, critic? I'm so sweet. Listen to that. Ah, I know. I'm just like so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) So I was listening to this podcast uh, as of taping today. And it really affected me. And I thought, oh my gosh, I really, I need to tell you about it. I, I text you and um, we're going to talk a little bit about it because these are things that we've been talking offline or personally to one another. Um, and uh, I thought it would be cool to bring it up to our listeners. Yeah. So it's the, okay, so we know the Atlantic magazine and the online presence. The, you know, I love the Atlantic personally yeah um they have a podcast called radio atlantic and it's hosted by the executive editor matt thompson Mm. hey matt um and he's hosting uh this episode which is its recent episode as of our taping but in case you don't listen to this for a while it's called when does hollywood's diversity become real representation Uh. kind of a Uh-oh. End podcast. <laughs> and thank you very much. It was a pleasure. <laughs> but um, Matt, who is who's black, he's black. He's African-American for, you know, those of you who can't handle black. Um, oh, that's the thing? He, yes, apparently. He's African-American. <laughs> and <laughs> he... <laughs> He hosts on the show one of his senior editors, Jillian White, and a culture writer, Hannah uh, Gorgias. Gorgias? Gorgias? I don't know. Georgies. Georgies. I'm so sorry, Hannah. Um, And Hannah wrote an article uh, for The Atlantic kind of talking about sounding black Uh in Hollywood. What does it mean to sound black? And she pulls in linguists and all this stuff, but she also deals with what does it mean to sound black, you know, in Hollywood. And mm. they talk specifically about the new movie Black Klansman, which you can listen to our review. Yep. On our website, uh, Insecure, which you could listen to our review <laughs> this week, in fact. Um, and she talks about Crazy Rich Asians, which we haven't seen yet. We'll get there, along yeah. with other like Sorry to Bother You. She brings up. And they also bring up Oscar's new popular category. Oh boy. Uh, that they're adding the new popular film category. Yeah. And so we haven't talked about that, and I thought we could just sort of shoot around. The gist of the podcast is this both, or all, not both, but Matt, Jillian, and Hannah are all intellectuals, you know, amazingly articulate. Um, very much thriving in their professions and they talk about the lack of diversity and the current offerings we have in Hollywood Um, girls trip doing well black Klansmen obviously the critics are eating up insecure they love HBO loves I mean it keeps it keeps getting renewed 
We've got new love coming from crazy rich Asians. Yeah. But the question is really what they bring up and the essence of the podcast I thought we could talk about is how much responsibility should movies and TV shows like that really carry Mm. when it comes to representing an entire culture? And on top of that, if we say if we say yes it should or yes or no it shouldn't or it no it shouldn't and it does however you want to look at that if if that's the case are these shows that we namely listed are they really representing because they also brought up a new another movie moonlight which yeah. they thought did a great job of being authentic mm-hmm. versus the other Shows, you know, movies, things that we can discuss in a second. But maybe not. Maybe they're not doing that. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, just throwing that out there. Well, you know, the first thing as you're describing that for me is this notion of authenticity. Mm. I, it just makes me uncomfortable. Because, okay, if we only have a few movies and TV shows that are, as you're saying, from the African-American perspective, how in the world could they represent all of that authentically? You can't. I don't care if you had a hundred (laughs) movies. That's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I mean, I know, I'm watching this stuff going, that's not me and neither is that, neither is that. But that's not the point for me. Mm -hmm. The point for me is, are uh, people having the right opportunities? Mm. That's the question. Are you giving people opportunities who are qualified? See, people don't talk about that, but I will. There's the biggest part. And they do talk about it in this podcast. They're very good. So that's the question. And then how do you become qualified? That's the kind of stuff that n- many people don't want to talk about. They want to, and we talk about this all the time, Rep. They want to talk about the end product. Yeah. They want to go look at the Academy and go, why don't you have enough of these nominees? Well, that's the very end. That's even, that's beyond box office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the question is, where? what's the beginning and how do you create an environment in which we have all kinds of people from all kinds of perspectives given opportunities to become qualified? Let's talk about that. So, you know, if you're going to as Black Klansmen, uh, authentic. I, I don't know. Is that even the point? I don't know. Same thing with Insecure. Is it the point? It may be something that you want as an audience member, but is that the point of the show? And then the other question is, are we going to let the artists be artists? Mm. Maybe they don't want to give you your authenticity. And then it's up to you to determine whether you watch it or not. That's why we're here. That's why I think, called Why Watch That. <laughs> I think the interesting part about the podcast is... Uh, or just even what they were talking about or alluding to, mm-hmm. so I don't want to put words in their mouths, um, is that because these are critically acclaimed TV shows and movies, yeah. you can't be critically acclaimed without having the majority co-sign on that. You just can't mm-hmm. because we don't have enough black critics. You know, we don't have enough critics of color right. to establish the title critically acclaimed you know and so therefore the discussion is when you are watching black klansmen 
We'll just say that. And this is off the cuff. This is not a review. Um, you could hear what I think about that. Um, when you watch Black Klansmen, they do bring up the fact, like, who is this for? Mm-hmm. Who, and, 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 I, and when I did the review, I did say that um, Spike is a preacher. Yep. And he's got a congregation. What I didn't say in the review is, is he going to win any new converts? Which is the point of preaching. Mm-hmm. Preaching is to encourage and to convert. And in the metaphor you have here, and what they were alluding to in the podcast is that being beat over the head with these or these things, it's not for us. Mm-hmm. But he's given the opportunity because he's Spike Lee, but he's given the opportunity to speak on behalf of us in the viewpoint of the who of the people who decide whether something's critically acclaimed or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Meaning in the majority viewpoint. Yes. And so like the you know to me I start thinking about okay, if we only have 5 strong black TV shows, actually that's not even the case, but critically acclaimed, you've got, you know, Insecure, you've got Atlantic, Atlanta, mm-hmm. you've got maybe a couple other here and there. Yeah. Blackish, obviously. Blackish, yeah. Um, and you know, maybe something here and there popping in. I don't know if Snowfall is, is in that category or the shy, but um when you look at that across the board and what it's seeing, I don't identify with any of those. Just yeah. about maybe blackish, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm a if I'm a part of the majority, am I then thinking, well, that's a representation of that community because consistently they're showing us this particular viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what you're saying. Okay, if that's the case, then you're not letting artists be artists. Right. Meaning um, when I watch Girls on HBO mm-hmm. and Sex in the City on HBO and Younger, do I think that white women just revolve around relationships and sex. Is that my viewpoint? I don't know, but those are three shows. You know what I mean? Like those are, those are the representations that we're seeing over and over again in the majority. But when we don't have enough as people of color, um, then it sort of becomes for like, like what Black Panther did, right? Mm -hmm. Black Panther became beyond a superhero movie and it became the voice of our community we're we're wakandan forever we're crossing our arms we're doing all sorts of things um to take it beyond what it was and it was art you know it was it was it was a superhero movie right it was an important one obviously milestones but at the end of the day when we have more superhero movies and more stuff it's gonna be you know it served a purpose in the plot of the Marvel universe. So yeah, yeah, and I mean, if if the whole question here is real representation, when does diversity become that? Well, it's when you have enough people who are qualified and represented, where this kind of stuff doesn't matter, where it yeah. doesn't fall to somebody to have to do everything. Yeah. If Spike Lee wants to preach to the choir, then he needs to preach to the choir. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where we should be, if we want to use that word. So, hey, again, to me, it starts at the beginning. And then if we want to look at end products, of course you can do that. But you've got to keep in mind the chain of custody. 
How do we get there? What do you think about this, like, Mm -hmm. um, Oscar popular category? You know, it's for ratings. Let's not even stop. It is for ratings. You don't think it's a little bit to save face? They did bring it up in the podcast. It's alluding Mm -hmm. that it could be, like, saving face for, like, movies like Black Panther specifically. specifically Saving uh, saving face for whom? So that people will watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is about ratings, okay? And can you fault them for that? Look, these are for-profit companies. This is another thing that we gotta be real about. They're here to make money. They're not here to advance your agenda. They're here to advance the agenda of their stockholders and board members, okay? So if we wanna be off the cuff, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing is this, everybody. Here's the thing that I, as a fan now, not as a critic. If I like something, I want to see it. Okay, that's the main thing. And then I want to see other things like it. So if getting awards is a part of that, which it is, great. But is that necessary all the time? No, it's not. Look at Tyler Perry. They haven't awarded him anything. No, they haven't. And it, you could see every movie and TV show and he'll keep making them. So that's the question. How can you make these things available? And do we have to try to tweak the Oscars to get there? I don't think so. Because now when they're trying to do it, they can't win that way either. How are they going to do it? Uh, Do they have to manipulate the voting? Like, so how do you do this? This is a representation of the Oscar voting members of the Academy. That's what it is. It's what they think is great. If it doesn't line up with your perspective, okay. The Golden Globes have a say. All kinds of critics, circles, and societies have a say. You know? the, the argument, though, is that there is certain prestige when it comes to an Oscar. Like, when you say, mm-hmm. I'm a... I'm a uh, uh, Oscar winner, yeah. Or, no, no. We, like, I'm, I'm the West Coast Conference champion versus mm-hmm. I'm an NBA. Like, right. I won that thing. It, there's a certain um, prestige that goes along with having an Oscar yeah. versus having a Golden Globe or uh, even if you want to cross genre or cross medium, having an Emmy. When somebody says, oh, this is an Emmy award winning actress versus mm-hmm. this is an Oscar award winning actress, people, it's the highest form in our, yes. in our art, in media, in, in, in narrative media. It's the mm-hmm. highest form. So it's kind of like people want a piece of the pie and they want to be able to stamp that so they can sell. Right. And then they, so they can be on lists that last forever. You know, these are the top hundred Oscar, you know, winner movies that you should watch and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or, or to negotiate your salary as an actor or a director. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I Look, now, I agree <laughs> with all of that. But the point is this, look, this is the real world. <laughs> it's rough out here and it's not it's fair it's not fair like it is not fair and my, my the point I was trying to make is that's true and that's how it's set up business wise but that's going to have to be a change that happens again from the beginning because the more you have people who are qualified the more they'll seep into Oscar uh, to the Oscar voters and then that's going to happen organically but do you want it to be something where they where they are manipulating things? Because the other thing is this, you don't want somebody getting an Oscar and then it going, well, we know why they got that Oscar. It wasn't for the work. 
Well, that's kind of what they were alluding in this podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like, mm, mm -hmm. this is sort of going, okay, here it is. There you go. And now let's get on with the business. But I mean, we don't know the rules yet, I guess. that's yeah. We don't know how they're going to establish that. I just thought I'd, we'd, I'd bring it up. I love this. You know, and, and the other thing is, look, there are all kinds of people from all kinds of backgrounds doing great work. So if you spot it, go see it. How many people have seen Moonlight? That won an Oscar. It sure did. And they brought that up, uh, which was, was wonderful. I think Hannah brought it up, or one of them did. And yeah. as specific as Moonlight is, I have no, that, that world to me is so foreign mm -hmm. as far as my personal life, but I felt deeply connected to that particular, it, there, was, there was a feeling behind it. Why? Mm -hmm. Why? Why was it? Because it was, you know, because the story was so amazing. It was a great story because the actors were amazing. Um, it's the whole ingredient. It's, it's the whole cake. Meaning you had a very talented director telling a very specific story with hand-selected actors and somehow something so specific resonate, resonated with a ton of people. Mm -hmm. To the point where they they got the highest award, they got the you know they got the Super Bowl ring, so to speak. Right. And I don't, hmm. I think back to your point, people being qualified and having that taste to do something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't mind it representing the community if we can continue to have things like that. But you know, yeah, and, and it's and just the, me. <laughs> I could look, and the other thing, and this will be my final point. Yeah. The other thing is, look, everybody, if you really want a marker for what they're saying here from this podcast from Radio Atlantic, when does Hollywood's diversity become real representation? One thing I'm going to look for is when we have all people from all kinds of backgrounds who are qualified, who might not do so well the first time, but get a second chance. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's chance. true. That's true. Anyway. Now, when that starts happening... Like others, like the majority. That's what I'm saying. So, and because the thing that I am afraid of, and, and we'll see what you think. <laughs> I think I know what you think, but I won't say it. So the thing that I'm afraid of is you're grading certain things on a curve, and this comes from critics. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is, how can I trust you for other things? So when you praise Moonlight, mm -hmm. is it really as good as you're saying? So or I, look, meaning, mm -hmm. making it plain, is it good as you're saying, or are you doing it politically? Exactly. Are you doing it? Okay, got it, yeah. And I, I think that if we have a climate where, look, it's okay to fail, as long as you're showing potential and talent, we'll give you another shot. You can learn from that, because that's what has to happen. You can't just come out and knock it out of the park your first try all the time. I think we have to, though, as... Yeah. Not we have to, but we are expected to, because we don't get the chance. That's my as point. Often, you got to kill it, otherwise. Mm -hmm. And if you and if you come out like swinging, like oh my god, look at this. Yeah. And it's and it's the right thing to do in the moment. Like that's what everybody's trending and talking about. Yep. Then critics and people will mm -hmm. applaud it, and we're gonna look back thirty years and go, the next, you know, the generation is gonna go what. Like, yeah. I look back on some of the movies that are supposed to be amazing, and I go, what? <laughs> but you're yeah. right. We do have to give people a chance to grow. We give the majority a chance to do 
you know how many times have we watched a, a dear filmmaker i won't say his name but we love him but he duds more than he succeeds mm-hmm. so but we keep financing him <laughs> and that, like that's my answer to that question so when is diversity going to turn into real representation when that happens if it continues to be that the somebody from a certain group who finally gets a shot they have to succeed the first time or it's over then that's then we're stuck where we are now or where we were in the past. So that's what I'm talking about. And that way we should be able to talk honestly about all work and not have to worry about who did it. Okay, Mm -hmm. look, I will see Crazy Rich Agents at some point. Okay, I will because I read the books. Yes, I did, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm excited about it. Glad to see it. But it shouldn't have been where everybody's tracking this one movie. Oh, it's the first time that we have Asian Americans doing it. Like, this is ridiculous. Celebrate that they're doing that. But maybe it's just a good movie. I don't know. Why can't it just be good? Does it have to be great? Does it have to break box office records for them Uh, to get another shot? uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listeners, what do you think? You can go ahead and chime in. <laughs> We're curious to, to hear what you think um, about our off the cuff. This is definitely some in-house conversation, but we decided to air out some laundry. Um, but what do you, th- don't come for <laughs> His address is. No, but um, what do you think? Go ahead and let us know on social media. You can connect with us on IG, Instagram, Twitter. You can even email us. You could do, Maybe you can find a phone number out there somewhere. Who knows? But <laughs> don't call my hotel. But we want to thank, um, we want to dearly thank Matt and his team there at the Atlantic for sparking the conversation. Thank you yeah. so much for being brave enough to talk about it honestly, authentically, and mm. specifically. Mm. I will say that I do encourage you to check out the podcast. Let us know what you think of it as well. Um, we'll have the details um, on the website and in the podcast notes. So thanks, Critic. I'm still scared. <laughs>